Welcome to the Dark Purple Podcast. It's Purple Fox here with episode six. We got a second guest now on from the Gorilla Gaming Squad. Um, this is uh, the CEO, uh, Larry Detroit Gorilla, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, um, is going to be starring with us tonight. And I have the cracked out Chuck on the sticks with me as well tonight. Um, how are you, Chuck? what's good what's good i'm great i'm great staying safe staying healthy how are you fox how are you doing oh I'm, I'm doing well staying safe staying healthy gaming staying um staying quarantined um so as i mentioned we have detroit gorilla larry as we're gonna talk his name is and um larry how are you i'm doing good man i'm doing good bless man just it's like mostly all staying Staying inside as much as possible and uh, trying to stay out the way and uh, let this virus blow through so we can get back to regular life. Oh, for sure, for right. sure. Stay in your lane, do your own thing. Right. That's what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so can we get to know a little bit about you, Larry, so our viewers can know you? Um, you and I met over Twitter a while back. I mean, before... I, um, humble brag, am now a, a featured content creator for Gorilla Gaming Squad. Thank you, Larry, for that and the link up. But we linked up on Twitter a while ago, and then we got in contact recently. Tell us about yourself. Um, you know, what, 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 are, what are you here for? Well, you know, like I said, uh, my name is Larry Hensman, a.k.a. Detroit Gorilla. A lot of people call me Detroit. Um, I was born in Detroit. Uh, big time uh, Pistons fan, Wolverines fan, Jerome Bettis fan. Yeah, oh, Lions! Of course, I get out of here. He he went out properly, man. He won the Super Bowl in Detroit, and and then he retired. That's the, I mean, it gets no better than that. I would like them to have our uniform on. Sure, sure. So we can't seem to get it together. So hey, Pittsburgh <laughs> is the next best option for him. Yeah, but um, yeah. So you know, I'm 41 years old. Uh, ex-military got out the military did 13 and a half years two combat tours um thank you for your service oh thank you thank you i was proud to have served i I I had a great time and met some great people learned some uh big up to the to to the military for getting me get my life straight Mm -hmm. but um yeah you know i've been gaming all my life really probably since third grade um you know, when my mom bought me my first Nintendo uh, NES, um, playing Super Mario Brothers, um, Duck Hunt, um, things of that nature. And then she bought bought me a Sega Master System. And so I had the flexibility to go between Sega and Nintendo. And, you know, that's kind of been the battle over the years. But now it's Microsoft and, and Sony. Um, but um, so I, I, I played all the different landscapes. Um, Video game has always been a great escape for me, um, something I've loved doing uh, since my childhood. Um, you know, growing up, I used to look at the video game magazines and wish I could have be at E3 and some of these uh, big forums that they have uh, nowadays, you know, wondering what I could do to, to, to compete and things of that nature. But, you know, back then, you know, that wasn't a realistic expectation. You know, you, you had to get out here, get a trade, do something. Video gaming wasn't as serious as it is now mm-hmm. um it did, did have a big following and a, a big mainstream overseas but you know it's not like i met guys that were turning into professional gamers um so you know throughout um 
throughout my life, even in the military, we used to be, you know, staying in the barracks, pops and Madden in, you know, some NBA 2K. Uh, one of my favorites was uh, one of my favorite sports games was the NCAA franchise. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Away. Yeah. I'm so pissed. They took it away. Cause we, we would have like 10, 15 seasons. Um, and the camaraderie was just great. Like being able to recruit and do all that, those things on your own. Um, and just the competition, uh, amongst us in the military. Um, you know, when we deployed, somebody made sure they packed the PlayStation <laughs> and we had like a little old dusty TV. Nobody cared if anything happened to it. We took it over there and we gamed, man. That was like our relief. You know, it, it, it you come off a, of, you know, pulling guard duty or security or something like that when you're down range and the bullets are flying overhead every day. Um, you know, your life is on the line, you know, that stress reliever just to be able to come back and play, play your homie in, in, in Madden, you know, shoot, what was my first deployment? Matt, I deployed 03, so Madden 03. You okay. know, and, Dang. So, yeah, so, you know, just to be able to come back to the tent and, and, and play and pick my Lions or whoever and just play against people was a great um, relief to us. Um, but, you know, it's real, you know, real life, you know, that getting married and having a family, you know, I still play video games. The funny thing about video games for me is my mom used to always tell me, she was like, you're going to outgrow that one day. Like, I don't see the purpose of this. You're, you're, it's, it's stupid. You're, you're going to outgrow it. And, you know, one of the things that I told her when I got older was like, you know, I, I didn't outgrow it. I just now I can afford to, to fund it, you know, <laughs> I can yeah. bigger, better systems and better controllers and, you know, get better, more lavish setups. So, mm -hmm. um, it's actually funny because it's something that she thought as I got older, I would kind of let go. Um, but here's a recently, you know, um, I, I, there was a time, uh, maybe a couple years ago, I, I, I did kind of fall back on the game in a little bit, just life situations, didn't really have as much time to play. Um, and you know, uh, I, I had, I've always had two systems, the Xbox and the PlayStation through each, each one, PlayStation two, uh, Xbox, you know, 360, PlayStation three, Xbox. And then, you know, once the PlayStation four and the Xbox, um one came out I, I had that as well so um i've kind of switched between you know mainly gaming on both um i've had friends you know sometimes have more friends on xbox than playstation and sometimes more on playstation than xbox but you know as we, as we got older you know like i say i'm 41 and the guys you know i game with from growing up you know they're having kids and you know little kids and you know they just don't have as much time so i, I kind of just you know, fell back on it until about, you know, a little over a year ago. Um, I decided to go get back on my Xbox and clean up my friends list and see who still remembered me. And, and, and I changed my name at the time to, because I think before Detroit Gorilla, I had a Detroit Bad Boy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everybody, everybody knew me as on both platforms. So I was like, you know, let me go with Detroit Gorilla. I liked it, um, you know, kind of fit. You know, mm -hmm. I liked the, you know, the the spelling of gorilla the the kind of the the unorthodox faction of of gorilla warfare being i've been to war and i've seen both sides it was kind of like a mixture so i said let me go with detroit gorilla and just start back you know making those connections on xbox mm -hmm. and um you know i got on there and 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 um i, I linked up with uh one of my homies uh he's a uh, stogie red on <laughs> call of duty is his uh <laughs> his gamer tag is uh uh Mont 95 he's one of the guys in GSG mm -hmm. so um I think I linked up with him one day and 
I think we were playing, it was when the division two first came out and he, you know, we got in a party chat and then he brought one of his homeboys who I'd never met, um, New Jersey breed, um, which is one, another, one of the members, his name is James, mm-hmm. uh, brought him into the party chat and we got to talk in and he was former military as well. We got to tell him war stories and, you know, mom was like, well, man, I'm glad I made this connection with you all. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I've been trying to get back into gaming, but I can never find steady people that want to play. Um, so, you know, I could play single player games, but you know, that multiplayer is where it's at. Like mm-hmm. to have you a crew to run through and dominate, like, there's nothing better to me on a Friday night sitting in here, especially during quarantine and, and running with the fellas. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's just wonderful. Uh, for sure. So, right. So he kind of was like, well, bro, you know, I play video, you know, I play a lot too, man. Let me get your gamer tag, man, you know, do this and the third. And, and I'll just start kind of shooting ideas to them. Um, then they brought their homeboy, uh, Smokey Vision, which is also another one of the founders of, of GSG. Um, brought him in the mix and we just started running division two and fours um you know we played every night and and i kind of was like well you know the streaming thing was wasn't something back in the day that we had but i started watching ninja and i had another homeboy uh, a friend of mine who who actually started streaming before me and he's actually been um one of the ones that kind of motivated me and told me the things that i need to get to to get my setup complete um his name is faith um, you can see, you catch him on YouTube, um, as well. Um, but he talked to me about some things and he was like, man, you need to get, get into game PC game. And I was like, nah, you know, PC is not my thing. You know, I've always been a console guy, you know, and, you know, I started watching his streams and watch the evolution of how he got better, you know, zero viewers to two viewers to five viewers to 10 viewers. And I was just like, well, you know, maybe I'll try this streaming thing out. And, and, and the guys kind of encouraged me and was like, Hey, you know, do it and we get to be on stream too you know mm-hmm. so we we started out you know i just had a little laptop it wasn't even a gaming laptop it was just a laptop i had enough space on it for it to run stream labs obs and i had a real janky setup which i'm sure we all have had mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point because you got to start from the bottom before you you know you can climb that ladder for real for real yeah so um you know, and I started streaming, we started playing and then it was just like, you know, they were like, man, we should be like, you know, like how, how it used to be back in the day where people used to form clans, you know, and, and have a game, a clan tag and this, that, and the third. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I've always wanted to do that, but I never had people dedicated enough. And they were like, man, if you do it, we'll be a part of it. So we, we threw some names out there. First, I was like, well, you, you know, y'all want to do Gorilla Squad? You know, that kind of sounds dope, or Gorilla Gang. And they were like, well, no, we don't want to put the gang part on there. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't draw that negative attention. So I was like, okay, you know, all for Gorilla Squad. We, and, you know, say I, and they went for that. So it started out with four to five of us. Uh, my best friend, Rand Riz, 27, uh, who's Randy. Um, he, he, he was gaming with us. So it, it kind of took off from there, like, we didn't put that clan tag on GUS, uh, GUSQ. Um, and we, we played division and then eventually we got into, um, you know, some other games. And then we were like, we really felt like we could make a, a debut on call of duty, right? Because there's clans all over call of duty. There's, there's mm-hmm. known teams of people that run through call of duty. Um, and, and along the summer, last summer, you know, I started streaming, I started getting better. I went to TwitchCon. Uh, oh, you went to TwitchCon? Yeah, I went there. I, I, it was like on my bucket list. And Damn. My, my, my homeboy Faith was like, 
let's not he said i'm going he said let's just go he said it's not gonna be as big because ninja switched to mixer at the time but yeah yeah like, <laughs> yeah i mean he was like the year before he went he was like, mm-hmm. oh man it's off the chain when ninja was there and you know um dr lupo and um uh, what's the other crazy guy? Doctor Disrespect. I, I got to meet all Tim. The uh, yeah, Tim. The the, the what's, what's Tim, man. Yeah. So you know, I had to really start doing my research on these streamers, and you know, everybody. You know, and I met up with a couple guys through Discord. I was in the um, in the uh, what's the name of the Discord? Uh, uh, uh Reload Nation. I was okay. in their Discord um with a guy called I'm Reloaded. He's a really good streamer. His name is Andrew. We linked up out there and we just had a ball, man. And I was just like, this is fun, you know, like to be grown. And at that point where you could do things that you couldn't do as a kid, it was like, this is cool. Like I'm in the video game scene. Like I have on a Gorilla Squad t-shirt right (laughs) right now, you know, and I'm at TwitchCon and, you know, people were like, hey, Detroit. Oh, you from Detroit? You know, we start meeting people and and getting followers and, and things of that nature. So it was pretty dope. Um, when it came to the business side of things, it was just like, I felt like I'm at a place where I could take, well, we just don't have to be a clan on, you know, Call of Duty or multiplayer games. Why can't this be a business? So I, I got the brainstorming and thinking about some things. And uh, in January, you know, I was like, I told my wife, I was like, you know, I, I want to make this a business. Like, she was like, well, you know, how are you going to do it? I was like, well, I can't really go full esports and house a bunch of kids and get trainers and and all this i'm not there yet mm-hmm. but i want to start small build up a following get some guys in here that can game um and, and that truly want to be a part of this um and, and i said as far as the monetary part you know my plan is and and it's still the plan before you know the the, the virus pandemic broke out was i was going to get a, a gaming uh trailer um I was going to hook up the gaming trailer. I was going to rent it out on the weekends, um, you know, and, and do something on like Friday nights and, and go somewhere, maybe a, a lot that allowed me to sit there and mm-hmm. uh, just post on social media. Kids can come out and play, you know, $25, 30 I'll have pizza, something like that. Something mm-hmm. for, for the, the youth kind of, kind of to give back to the youth because, you know, the, the cool thing about esports is, you know, not everybody, like you guys said, you you played baseball, right? Not, not everybody's an athlete, yep. right? Not everybody's an right. athlete. You know, I played sports, but I wasn't going to the NBA. You know, I wasn't going to the NFL. Um, and, you know, but there's a market for kids that are maybe not athletic, but they know Fortnite like the back of their hand. Oh, I well, think it's more than ever now <laughs> that the market's growing for kids in, in the video game. Like even kids that are young and growing up that are, you know what 11 12 13 now like we little right that market's gonna skyrocket for kids like that especially like like you, like you said kids that aren't as involved in the sports or something like you know like band or something like that they're just gonna be video gamers i mean everyone's a video gamer i think now yeah at some point but some of these kids just take it so serious like even my best friend randy his son you know is eight years old seven eight years old he's already speaking to Fortnite. you know I, I, I swear Fortnite has like its own book in its own language its own lingo yeah it's yeah, a religion it's like, man oh my lord it's <laughs> so and it's like where do you get that from because 
me and Randy, we, we refused. Like, Fortnite, we, we played it. Everyone played Fortnite when mm-hmm. it first came out. It was just too cartoonish for me. And matter of fact, it came out when PUBG came out. And I was like, well, yep. I'd rather play mm-hmm. PUBG, even though PUBG was super horrible. Uh, as far as <laughs> finding hatches and lagging out and, oh. and being stuck. And Maps not rendering in. Oh, bro. It was so bad. We were placed to jump and the whole screen's like great. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I hated PUBG. Yeah. But now it's like, what, season four or five? Like this thing. Has a whole uh, thing behind it. Like it's, it looks way better. I played it oh, like, yeah. not too long ago. I was like, wow, this game is is has been overhauled. It's you know? a it's a lot better now, but there's still a lot, not as many issues. I guess I'd say like the rendering still kind of a thing. I know last time I played, I had some rendering issues, but I mean right. like with like Call of Duty. I mean we can get into that here in a little bit, but like PUBG is just like waiting to fall in the grave, man. You think so? I think so. Well, I would, no, if you could play, pulled off a great yeah. PUBG alternative. I think uh, you know. I thought it probably would have croaked too. I didn't know Fortnite was going to take off, but see Ninja back then. So once they had put a face behind it, it, it was just you know, it, it's just genius how they they promote these games. They even had them play Apex at first, and mm-hmm. then everybody oh, yeah. loved Apex, you know. And then yeah. he just left it alone, <laughs> you know. So it's. I think it, it, it has its own following. Now, I will say I don't know a lot of PUBG players. I'm not even going to say lie to you. I know mm-hmm. a couple guys that I have on my friends list. They're, they're on pub religiously. But um, it's like one of the things that the fellas want to do. If they want to get back into it, we'll pick it up. Um, we've had our, you know, our, our little fetishes, you know, temporary. We've got an apex over the summer, real heavy. I think headed into season two. Um, we did that, got a couple wins. And, um, you know, then we just kind of, been back and forth but the most steady thing we've been on is is call of duty so but you know it's far, but back to the, the business aspect like, yeah it's like i feel like I'm, I'm i'm in a position now in my life where i can do something like this i can make a gaming trailer i can i can make money doing it i can offer something for the youth in my community um a, a opportunity to outlet um to to come and play video games and just just get away from the realities of life, right? Because it's exactly what I did when I played video games. Um, you know, is is I used that as an outlet, especially in Iraq. Like I needed that outlet. You know, you're under stress twenty four seven. So to be able to play guys, you know, line up and, and play some Madden. You know, twenty one skunk, you're out. Get off, mm-hmm. pass it. You know, or just get into those deep fourth quarter battles where every play you really have to know football to know what's going on, like, it's a stress reliever. So I, I just feel like that's something that I can do. Um, and and I, I, it's not even going to stop at a trailer. The trailer is just the beginning. I think if I could build a nice uh, foundation off of that, get get the name out there, people love the business. You know, that's why I have the shirts. You know, you got one of the shirts, the quality shirts. Like, people feel like, man, this is, like, not no bootleg operation. I could probably then move into a building and then have a building, a video game building, to where I really—that's when I can really transition to the esports factor of things. Because then I can, you know, the teenage kids will come in, and I can offer, you know, bring people on that'll train in Fortnite, or train in CSGO, or train in, uh, you know, Call of Duty, or whatever the, you know, League of Legends, you know, all these popular games. 
because Virginia is about to soon this transition, and they already have a a, a pilot program for putting esports in schools, um, oh, really? at the high school level, to where the high schools will compete. So you either go try out for football, basketball, baseball, or you go try out for the esports. You know, and colleges are about to. Truth be told, like pay attention to it. Esports is going to be there's going to be a Duke esports team. Watch, <laughs> there's going to be a Michigan Wolverines esports team, just like baseball, hockey, and everything else they have. And, and these kids are going to be competing at uh, at a high level, and they're going to, you know, eventually go overseas or go pro, and, and really blow the esports scene up. And this is kind of like the time to get into it. And um, you know, so I, I'm trying to build the, the foundation and the building blocks around that. You know, I mm-hmm. want really good people who genuinely want to be here. Like I told you, like this is like family. Like you know, I, I, a lot of the guys I have their numbers. I'll text them. I'll call them. Like I don't. It's not just text message. Like it's just not. You know, jump in the in the Discord. You know, mm-hmm. like if you need something, call. You know, I, I'll, I'm here. I, I work remote. You know, I'm, I'm blessed enough to have a remote job where I don't have to go into the office. So I'm here all day. So if you need something. Um, you know, let me know and, and things of that nature. You want help with content or want to bounce some ideas off of me, you know, and I really want, that's why I'm not opening it up to everyone. Now, I have turned people down. Um, some people, you know, want to just join the hype train and this is not one of those things. I don't want somebody that's going to come and then two months later, you know, they, they're taking, uh, I'm a gamer for Gorilla Squad Gaming and put something else up on their tag, you know, later on because they feel like they're not getting what they want or, or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I do things like those that don't have logos. You know, I, I have different artists I work with. I get them a logo created. I ask them what they want and things of that nature so that you feel like, okay, this is this is real, you know, because there's a lot of gaming teams out here that what people... I had to tell my man Lethal Panda, like he said, people were trying to recruit him, and I'm like, you know, it's cool, man. It's it's if you want to go, is I don't want you to go, but it, he was like, nah, I'm good, mm-hmm. you know, I'm straight. But what people don't realize is you can call yourself what you want. I'm an actual business. I have paperwork. I have a binder right here to the right of me with all my legal paperwork. I'm an official LLC. I was gonna I say you got you like have your official paperwork and all that for the LLC. Right. Yeah, I have yeah. all that. I have. I'm gonna next year. I'll be so. This is the first year. So I split it up. I have a full formation business. And That's awesome. I can file taxes next year. Matter of fact, all these logos I'm getting made. I'm just gonna write all this stuff off. Anything <laughs> that you know I'm doing for for the guys that want to be a part of. Oh yeah. Like, hey, man, you know, I'm gonna write it off. You know, and and, and you know we we're gonna grow this thing. That's why I'm I'm just trying to get legit people in here. People that are worth you know that money because it takes a lot of money to have your own business like i'm pumping a lot of my own money like oh, i yeah. have made money off off of the t-shirts but with the COVID 19 like my my distributor for the shirt even the shirt you got uh you know I'm, i was waiting on a re-up but he can't get his shirts in, and they're probably coming from overseas so yeah. you know so it's it's everything everybody's just kind of tied down um you know and that's a quality shirt so he's like look you know i'm gonna get you nothing but the best and uh so that's that's kind of where we're at with, with Gorilla Squad Game. There's just so many avenues that we can go. Um, you know, there's just uh, different collaborations we can do um, to, to for each individual to grow their brand as well as grow 
the Gorilla Squad gaming brand. That's why, mm-hmm. you know, when we talked, I said, look, I'm not trying to strip you of Purple Fox. Like, that's you. Mm-hmm. That's your following. Nobody's going to strip me of Detroit Gorilla. I started out as Detroit Gorilla, just streaming, you know, the games that I was playing with the fellas. Um, and, and that built up a nice little fall. I built relationships through that. So, you know, you've built relationships through what you do. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to collab and be a part of a, a bigger picture. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where we're at with, with GSG right now. Yeah, I have to say the the shirt though they are they are premium. I have to say it makes me I kind of look a little bit bigger than I think I, I actually am. <laughs> right, right. Covers up my beer nice belly fit. a little bit, gets right. fits nice on the arms. You know what I'm saying? Right. I wear it around the house, man. I'm I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, man, I want to get out of quarantine. Damn, start repping this, this, man. I need to start repping this. Like a sexy beast, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Gotta wow. let me fly. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I, I, I really, I'm, I'm glad that we're getting to hear your story about where you started with gaming and now to the, the actual Gorilla Squad Gaming LLC. Like the pay, the path that you just painted for us was beautiful, and it's crazy to think about. You know, I mean. Chuck and I are 24 years old or coming up on 25. I mean, boomer here, boomer here, <laughs> a little older, but it's cool to see the path. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, I know a lot of people that are, you know, 41 years old, they're, they're not gaming or doing that anymore. And they're like, you got to grow out of it. And I like the point that you said about like, you just happen to never grow out of it because it's always just been an important part of your life. No matter where you were at in the world, what kind of stressors you were being dealt, like it was always something that was important to you and that you could get relief from. And I, I like the story that you painted with that. And I agree. And one of the biggest things video games is, is relationships. Like if we didn't have video games, I wouldn't be able to play Xbox with Fox and talk to him every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like, like, it's just, it's so nice to be able to just play with your buddies, play a game, and just chat. You know what I like? Right. About everything, and, and the sad thing is, we we chat. You know, I have a Discord up now. I, I created a group on Instagram first because I didn't have the Discord. And, and you know, me and the guys, like most of us, we talk all day, and then we get on the game, and we just keep talking, like right it's, it's helping us through through these times because you know for some it's, it's harder than harder for some than it is for others so um just keeping those relationships alive you know and guy jump like you know you ever come through my stream you might see one guy on and 30 minutes later he's gone i got people jumping in and out and we might be 10 deep everybody talking i have to mute people like we might have several different games going on at one time so it's just good that um, it's almost like a meetup, you know, mm-hmm. I just talk about whatever and, and just, it's, it's our virtual way of hanging out, <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> so I know Larry, you said that you play call of duty. I've seen you on the sticks, watching the stream, playing call of duty. What do you think of the new season, season three updates? You know, what's your thoughts? Are, are you strictly a Warzone player or are you multiplayer as well? Um, we, we kind of knew Warzone was coming, um, because collectively we are all like digging for information and, and, you know, um, we, we kind of heard some rumblings of, we were hoping seeing that Black Ops 4, I think was the last one, which none of us really liked. We tried to get into that, but it's, 
I don't know. It's just something about it. It's definitely not as fun as Warzone. So mm-hmm. um, we started out just, you know, uh, we started out uh, hardcore. Um, we we strictly play hardcore. Now, the, the part that sucks about Call of Duty and the hardcore mode is you don't get as many maps as you do for um, the regular, you know, unhardcore matches. Like if mm-hmm. you want to play regular team deathmatch and, 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 and some of the and some of the modes we don't get as well. So we thought that kind of sucked, but we we start out with, you know, kill confirmed and um then we did the cyber war a little bit and guys didn't like that. Then we got kind of got into the search and destroy and that was kind of our niche because search and destroy kind of reminds me a little bit of uh it slows the game down. Some people don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, being that I played a lot of Rainbow Six, hell yeah, um, I, I like it slowed down. You, yeah, you hell like yeah, sit and camp it out. But you know, that's the cool thing about you know being with uh, you know three or four of us are veterans, so we, we kind of know the rules of war. You know, if if you're if you're the somebody's gonna attack you, you don't just go run out, right? You just mm. don't go run <laughs> You, you kind of wait for them to come. You get strategic positions and you wait. You know, right. and, and, and what do we, what do everybody call that? Oh, fucking camper. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to camp. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to run around and and find you. You you have to come to me. You're coming for me. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like it because they feel like it's a camping mode and, and this, that, and the third. But you could play it strategically. We know when the numbers are looking right. We know if we got a four on two on a five on two, I'll tell them quick, hey, Go out there and hunt. Rush it. <laughs> go, yeah, rush them. Go them. get them. Yeah, we got numbers. Let's go out there like some dogs and hunt. And, and, and I'll do the same thing on Rainbow Six. Oh, yeah. So, um, but the season three content so far, it's, it's been pretty good. Uh, I saw that they, t- people were mad. But I, the thing I'm going to say about Call of Duty this year is they're very responsive to our feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, so the release came out. Wednesday for season three, last Wednesday, and they took away trios for um, Warzone and Plunder. Well, people were mad about that because they felt like, well, you, you're going to give me solos, you're going to give me duos and quad. Well, what if I don't have four friends? You know, now you're making me autofill with a rando, you know? So, um, and then by like Thursday or Friday, they brought it back. I think I got a patch Friday. Matter mm-hmm. of fact. Yeah, it's quick work quick work like they they read the the, the feedback um and you know that that site reddit is a big driver like they really mm-hmm. read it and those guys were bashing it and then they brought the trios back now you got you know the solos duos trios and quads and and so far season you know i played a lot of it uh this weekend um i am gonna say i don't play it as much as um the rest of the gsg members play it you know just because you know i got to tend to the wife i got the kids my kids are home you know, they're trying to do this virtual teaching stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have other things that I have to do. So, I, I you know, I'll get on a stream. You know, I try at least four nights a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to use the other nights to, you know, watch movies with the wife or spend some time with the kids, um, this, that, and the third. Uh, and truth be told, that a lot of... Hello? I think we... The season three from what I got to play, man, is pretty dope. I like it. I like the skins. I like the the, the content they're bringing. The, you're getting the weapon. They're they're bringing it. They're doing what I always wanted them to do. Um, as far as as soon as I get bored with Call of Duty, then it's like 
season four is coming out next week. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, all right. <laughs> you know, I guess I'll, you know, see what that's about. Uh-huh. You know? So they're bringing out stuff at, at a rapid pace. If you think about the the body of work, the Call of Duty, since, I mean, I played the first Call of Duty, shoot, that had to be over 10 years ago. Yeah, it would have been 2012. Yeah, or maybe even before that. Call- MW2 ago. came out in 09. Oh really? So yeah, that's that's eleven years ago. Yeah so, yeah, so it's been over a decade. Wow. Right. So think about how it's evolved, and even last year they weren't, you know, for the Black Ops Four, they weren't even bringing out material every year. I thought they could actually take a year off, but I, I you know, as the guys, they're not going to do that. Me, yeah, they broke. They're broken down into two companies now. Yeah. You got Activision Blizzard, and you have. Uh, I guess just Activision or however they break it down. So that what they are actually doing is they're saying we are bringing it out every other year, but you know, really or not, we're still getting a Call of Duty every year. So mm-hmm. season three is, is is pretty dope. I've enjoyed it. Right. So one other thing, going back on old CODs, uh, do you get the MW2 remastered campaign? I thought about it. Um, I, I had thought about it going back down and. Because that was back when I used to actually beat the game. Um, right. And, and multiplayer wasn't always available right away um, when, when, those, when those CODs were coming out. Right. Uh, so you, you took joy in just, well, I'm just going to play, um, you know, the single player. And, and you used to beat the game and get rewards that you could take in the multiplayer. You know, different guns, different skins. And that and I was kind of cool. I had thought about getting back into it, but, and I was just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. But then I saw that they may even put a multiplayer on it. So I was like, Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm waiting for. Uh, 1v1 <laughs> quickscopes on Rust again. Oh, man. That might, that might, that might be some good, uh, some good streams right there. Oh, so, yeah. That's content. Right. Top notch. I remember when I was like 14, I wish I could stream. It was me behind <laughs> a mic. Just, I was one of those kids that just would just get so aggressive over the mic, bro. So aggressive. The people I'm high, I'm behind Xbox right now, man. I don't care who you are. I'm talking crazy to you. Chat man was so toxic too. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what we talk about. We was like, yo, you remember being in the in the party lobby and and the guys just and it's just so funny because it's so easy to throw around the N word and they were just throwing around Mm -hmm. it like. These guys are so like they throw it around. It's, it's like we're not even mad. Like that, that's that's nothing even new. Like you're not even really digging in your bag of of, of tricks to like. Uh, yeah. Or, so we would go and, and we would bust your fucking ass, man. Like oh my god, like it was. We would punish you. Like now, truth be told, like Gorilla Squad, you know, I try to keep them a little bit under control, but sometimes they, you know, control the apes, man. They, they get a little out of control but you know and, and it's it's almost like a i want gorilla squad to be like you know yeah I'm, I'm at the head so i have to talk a little different i have to do things i have to seem professional right because sure. if i have a gaming trailer you know i don't want you know a, a, a parent tuning in and it was like oh stream you were just getting drunk and cursing and you know but mm-hmm. but then again that's what I've done my whole adult life. Like, got a drink on Friday night, played the game Hell with the fellas. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't want to change too much of the base of what I have. But I do try to clean up some things. I do say, hey, fellas, like, we're on stream. But, I mean, sometimes we get we get in there and you, six, you see in a, in a hardcore search and destroy, you see six 
GUSQ members and people back out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they back out. And, and that's because those guys are playing. I just come in at the tail end at nighttime and play. But they've already destroyed shit all day. They've been <laughs> pissing people off, sending me clips. Yo, check this out. C4 at this guy. And they're like, oh, we made these kids run. And then they tried to send us messages. And then they tried to ban us. Reporters to Xbox, and I'm just like, look, guys, like, <laughs> I get it, but you know, chill. So by the time <laughs> I get on, sometimes you know, people don't even want to play as a, and, and for some reason, I can I can hear, I don't know, however my setup is, it's funny because I can hear the par- actual party chat. So in between rounds, I can hear what they're saying. Do they still have that? I was just thinking that. I remember in Modern Warfare Two, <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> Like it's funny, man. So it's 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 crazy. Um, just just the whole the whole Gorilla Squad thing. Just this from Modern Warfare Two. Like we we haven't shut up, you know. And it's fun. I, I'm a competitor, man. Uh, and y'all play sports. Y'all competitors too. What are you gonna play for? You Heck yeah! Hell yeah! You want to win? I, I want to punish you. You know, I want to to come out there. I want to beat you. Now, I, I you know. I don't necessarily have to talk trash at first, but if you start running your mouth and I'm, then you're going to get smacked. You know, I try to be respectful and just be like, you know, do my thing. But I think I learned with, with rainbow six, cause I wasn't really good at rainbow six at first. That community is so toxic. Oh my God. I used to be trash at rainbow. Oh my God. I, Oh, they had to carry me, man. <laughs> oh, I would, I would go on six like it was nothing. That game's relentless for newcomers. I know when I started playing, I did the same thing. I'd be, I'd be. Oh, I mean, I just was playing like three weeks ago, and like I, I got yeah. pretty good at the game. And I went like three days in a row. I got like four kills total, bro. Like wow. it was just insane. And I was like, I mean, I'm, pre- I've been pretty close to plat a couple times and stuff. And like, like I ain't that bad, but I was just getting relentless, man. Right, right. And it brings in a lot of new people. I mean, it, and truth be told, Ubisoft hats off to them. Uh-huh. They brought a game that they said that, that the when they did uh, Rainbow Six, it was a 10-year plan. I didn't think it would last this long. I mean, we're in year season five. Uh-huh. They have five more yep. seasons lined up, you know, yeah. for one single game. Like, I wish everyone would do that because, you know, it doesn't make sense to come out with a Call of Duty every year. But, I mean, you know, I, I'm hearing this. It's going to be a uh, like an old school Black Ops is going to be the next one going back into you know the Vietnam time, which you know we'll kind of see. I mm-hmm. but going back on that, they have to come out with CODs every year because like Fortnite, you have seasons now. Seasons, you right. can update the game, you can update the maps. But right. like back in MW2 days, they had to come out with one every year because it was hard to update. All you got were your maps. You could right. generate a new like you couldn't keep a game. And have it stay for five years because no, it just no, wasn't possible. Wasn't. So they had to do COD every year. So that's just why they're sticking with it. But realistically, with Warzone and having seasons, they have a BR seasons, they have multiplayer. They could just add on and add on and add on to this game like Fortnite is. They don't need another one. I think they could. I think it. You know, they can. They could switch it up. They can bring a lot of old school maps. Like, look at the maps that they. Crash, uh, vacant, rust, yeah, the airplane uh, level like that used to be my level right there. Like coming through the plane, the broken plane into the airport. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, I mean they they're bringing back stuff. They're really listening to their community, 
they're giving us everything that we want, like all the popular maps that people used to kill it on, you know, just in 2020, you know, they're doing a thing. But I'm, I'm interested to see because, you know, we have it back in the day, you know, a few years ago, me and the fellas used to toggle between Call of Duty and um, Battlefield. I love um, Battlefield. And Battlefield <laughs> was that was a nice that was a tough game. Like I mean, they which they battlefield, had, huh? Which battlefield? The one uh, we were just talking about it on stream the other night. The, the I tell you, one of the hardest ones, the ones with the cops and the and the robbers. Um, battlefield Four was it Battlefield Four. Um, I'm not sure. Hold on, I'm, I can tell you the name of it right now. It's, it, it had the cops in it, and you were like. The storyline was like you were some cops trying to bust some drug dealers. Mm. Um, and uh, in fact, I could tell you the name of it right now. Well, I, I know Battlefield 1 is by far my favorite game of all time. I used to play multiplayer. Oh, bro. I just, that game for some reason is like. Tickled I, Fox Fancy. Tickled it, man. I was, <laughs> I was so good at, like, humble brag, but I was so good at that game. And I just like. Every game, dude, I was dropping 60-plus kills. I was using, like, a sniper only. Like, I didn't even need, like, the the assault rifles or anything because I would just right. – I just, like – I don't know what it was about that game. I love I love the mechanics of that game. I love the mechanics that they had. Now, Battlefield Five, that they – just the newest one was kind of, right. eh, you know, like, not that great. I was a little – I was very unimpressed. But Battlefield One, the mechanics of the game, the overall environment of the game, the whole, like – I played uh, Conquest, so yeah, you you know yeah. you went through yeah. and or um captured each like territory each and story. stuff and you know like that was the one where you capture it and then you move on to the next part of the map. I think so. I think so. Yeah, and dude, I just loved like the the progress of capturing the games. Uh, I mean the everything, the sound effects, the environment of the game, just being. Right just come fully immersed with a squad or and actually running like your little squad of four with another squad of four and all running like playing the game it just There's the just game so much going on it's so much map. i mean they had the biggest maps at the time it was just like you'd hear stuff going you'd see a tank off in the distance and mm-hmm. people parachuting in and mm-hmm. helicopters and well, Huge the servers. They added, the planes, they added the jets in there, and it was just like there was a million things going on, you know. For me, as a as a as a soldier, it's like this is what combat is. Uh-huh. Like everything going on at one time. But um, that battlefield I was talking about was Battlefield Hardline. Hardline, that's right. Okay, Hardline. Yeah, yeah. That was the first one. Now. That's what I like about COD when they came out with Plunder because there was a mode on Battlefield Hardline called Blood Money. And it was similar to um, to Plunder. I think you had to be, you had to get a million or you had to beat a team within 20 minutes to get the most money. Now you would go and get this money. You, I think you would kill people and get money, but you, there was uh, different deposits across the map that you had to place the money in to kind mm-hmm. of secure it. And then you had to defend it because people could come in there and blow it in and take your, your stats. Mm. So that was one of our favorite battlefields that, that we played. Um, I liked one as well. And Heartline came out in 2015. But um, I think they're – now I heard they're coming out in 2021. You know, I'm just kind of curious to see what they're going to do. Are they going to take the rainbow approach? Um, you know, maybe have a five-year plan, season mm-hmm. pass 
things of that nature, what genre they're going to as far as the war um, and, and things of that nature. But that was, you know, Battlefield and COD back in the day, those were our games. You would get Battlefield first because Battlefield always came out in October and mm-hmm. COD always came out in November. So we would find ourselves trying to split time and make excuses about why Call of Duty was garbage and play more Battlefield or make an excuse about Battlefield and play more COD. But we used to struggle with that, you know, and we used to keep them for about six, six to seven months before we decide, you know, decided solely to just keep one and put our energy into that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, now there's, I mean, there's some, like I I struggle, you know, I want to play Rainbow Six. I I have Doom. There's so many games out. You know, I don't, if I streamed every day, I'd be able to get this stuff in, but it's like, I can't even do it. I get. I, we play so many games. Like Chuck and I, he, we were always playing together. We'd be playing uh, Apex, uh, and then we were just playing Siege the last couple of days. Like my big thing with like switching games is like my aim because I play shoot. That's aim, all I play right. is shooter games and the movement. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The controls mm-hmm. going from Apex to movement mm-hmm. to uh, Rainbow Six movement and shooting is just awful. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, because you just, can you can risk it in uh, Apex and be all right. And in Rainbow, right? you can't risk anything. <laughs> no, you no, get one punished. tap to the head, especially if, like if you're using Pathfinder. Like, yeah, especially if you like using Pathfinder or something, and you have that grapple, you can just get the right. out of there. Yeah. But in this, good. nope, not a chance. You get tapped in the head with a pistol. See ya later. See ya. Right. Give this comms. Go give <laughs> <Yeah>. comms. <laughs> and that's 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 the kind of uh, uh, dope thing about it, like. I remember when I got back on playing Rainbow after playing COD for like a good month. You get punished. Yeah, it was like, (laughs) oh man. Because there's certain things like, you ever notice like, so, you know, the the switching of the guns, the the cannon scope back and forth, left and right. Mm -hmm. Then I get Call of Duty, I'm trying to do the same thing, but I'm like, oh, it doesn't do that on here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wrong game, wrong game. (laughs) You know, try to peek a corner around a box to get that that nice sweet shot for the stream. Uh-huh. Not getting that on Call of Duty. You're gonna have to pump some bullets. In there, so. Yeah, you know, that's 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 the difference. It's like you, there's so much out there. You almost like that's. I see why people choose, you know, one or the other. You know, and they just put all their all into that. So it's hard. I mean, I mean, like I said, Chuck and I, we were out playing Apex. We've been really grinding Apex, and I I kind of want to. I don't know, move into you said you played Apex a little bit back in season yeah. two, but the new Bloodhound event, what was it? The old ways, I think is what it was uh the title yep. of the event yep. was. The old ways. And I mean it is just I'm blown away. I, I've been I, I for me personally, I I played Apex when it very first came out. I was always always kinda played Apex, but mm-hmm really grinded Fortnite a lot and then after season 10 of Fortnite that was the end of it nine really that was the end of it for for me and I started playing uh you know Rainbow Six and Apex and dabbling with other games because all all I played was Fortnite just Fortnite 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 and you know getting into Apex now like I season four this is the first season that I played the complete season from start to almost finish coming up here and wow. I have just thoroughly enjoyed myself I mean this this new update um of Bloodhound and um his skins and and the duo's permanent Chuck tell us about the duo's permanent would you 
uh, I don't even want to talk about the do is permanent yet. I no. want to bring up uh, an old episode when I brought up to switch maps and just have both maps, and that mm. got brought into this update as well. So I thoroughly love this uh, update. Uh, I wish it was the way I said it was, but I, I do like how it is, how it uh, switches maps every hour and a half, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And then you have at night, Kings Canyon, Kings Canyon, uh, World's Edge. So you have, you, you just get the mix. You get to play all three maps and just nonstop. And now you don't have to wait, or you don't have to play with a shitty third. Mm-hmm. You can play duos. It's big, and I think it's real big. I, like I said, I mean, you mentioned it with Call of Duty, like they were right on it. I mean, that is one thing that Apex has been very stern about: is not to put solos and not to put um, duos, and they've always been strictly duo or trios. Haven't switched, and they've had their limited time events and stuff like that but to add in the the permanent duos i i had a clip i put on twitter i don't know if you saw it um but it was i was literally so excited on my stream i was literally just like a little kid in a candy shop to play video games that day like all i wanted to do was just play video games and play it because finally chuck we didn't have to have some shitty third in our squad it was just like just right hand man that's it that's all i gotta worry about forever yeah it was so nice so nice and fox loves the skin that he bought for bloodhound as well do this event so i think that was most of the hype behind oh for sure for sure for sure that skin is just so sweet so when you played apex larry did what did you have like a a main legend that you usually play or like who would you prefer i used to use bloodhound a lot Uh, i probably had most of my kills and most of my victories with him um I, I started out with Caustic at first mm. when it first came out just because I was like, oh, let's see what he does. But the thing that I like about Apex is, you, well, jumping on and off of it, it's like it, if you don't get back on it, you just, I can feel like you kind of lose it because each player has a strength and you have to know how to use that strength. I, mm-hmm. I have watched, um, you know, when I was at TwitchCon, so I got to watch a, a Fortnite um tournament uh and i'm talking about these kids were playing for like three million dollars um and and the apex so there's different days they had league of legends fortnite and apex Mm. and i really sat down and i watched apex and i was like wow like you really if, if that's your character you know all their strengths and weaknesses you know what to do what situations to to use that so at that point i realized i didn't know caustic because I've seen some things with, with him that I'm like, wow. Because I mm-hmm. used to just throw those gas things out anywhere and just, you know, winging a prayer. But it's just really certain situations in which you need to do it. So mm-hmm. watching um, people play and use their, their favorite characters and really have them, you know, just character skins are crazy that I've seen. I, I like the events that they have. Um, Apex has been good with uh, like Halloween and and mm-hmm. I know Rainbow Six did the same thing. And it's kind of cool because you get stuff and then six months afterwards, somebody would be like, well, man, where'd you get that skin from? And you're like, well, I got that from last Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no longer available. You know, and it's the same with Rainbow. People look at my it's like, yo, where'd you get that from? I got this season two. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> so they're not bringing it back. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't get it, you didn't get it. 
So it gives each person a chance to have their unique character, uh, their favorite character be unique. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I used to run with Bloodhound. I actually, I, I kind of got good with him for a little bit, and I think if I kept playing, but I didn't have uh, so much, I guess, like Apex players mm-hmm. around me. Like we just played it, like we would play Call of Duty and this this thing. Like people would keep switching up characters because they didn't. Mm-hmm. Or this round, I'm gonna go with this, and it's like, I think you really need a consistent group of people that that know uh, the strengths and weaknesses of their character, and y'all are able to flow, mm-hmm. kind of flow together. And that's what I noticed is a strategy. Oh yeah, the the unspoken communication between like players. I know like with Chuck and I when because like we play all video games together. Like Chuck and I grinded Fortnite like hard where we were actually able to get into like a semi-qualifying tournament for the Fortnite world cup Cup. yeah Yeah, for the cash cup and shit like we 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 grinded hard so like chuck and i've been playing video games like a lot every game we've been playing apex together and the one thing i noticed in apex with chuck and i especially is like when you play with someone so much and this goes for really any game but you have like an unspoken communication like i know what chuck's gonna do whereas like if i'm playing with someone else like like you know, I got my buddy. I'm always pl- I'm always playing games with, but it's not the same. Like where Chuck and I are always playing the games together. It's like I know Chuck's gonna be making this move, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go there because I know what he's doing. You know, right? You you do the move to counter his move, so, so mm-hmm. that it's it's fluid. You guys look like a a machine. Like you know, yeah. just, every piece works together. Not this guy's over here. He jumps out early and says, I'll catch up. And that's why I'm so excited for permanent duos, man. Yeah, just, it's like uh, in a sixth sense. Like, you just know what I'm going to do. I know what you're going to do, and we can just run it. Yeah, you, like, like you, ping, you ping one or two things, but you just, like, when it comes to the flow and the rotation of movements and stuff around the map, like, you know, it, you know what the other person's going to do, and it's nice to be able to then rely on that and now again like i said i'm going back to it permanent duos man i don't have to worry about some shitty third not covering right. my ass you know right. I can't, right. it's, it's just it's a relief and, and that's dope man and i guess you know from call of duty perspective that's kind of where the guys that, that we game with that's kind of where we at when, mm-hmm. when search and destroy we got really good at calling and moving as a unit even if the guys were dead you know they're calling out things and you know that's one important thing that people don't realize on rainbow six like if you die okay you die yeah okay mm-hmm. get on the cameras get on the cameras give me some call outs yeah. ping. give me some pings man oh yeah you know don't just sit there and watch me on the on 1v3 mm-hmm. you know <laughs> give me give me something to work with so i think with with um with call of duty um especially i think that's why we play so much plunder we kind of know where we want to go and everybody kind of splits up and does their thing. And then as soon as, you know, shit hits the fan, we kind of know how to move. You know, mm-hmm. we know where where the we know where certain vehicles are placed that if we want to get our cash and get up out of there, we know what to do. We know we're quick to, to take some cash and hop in the chopper and go. Mm-hmm. You know, or the the problem sometimes that we have, right? You know, <laughs> we get into personal beefs. So, you know, a team will come in there in the same place we're at. They'll they'll kill us, take our cash, and then sometimes every now and then they'll be like, you know what, fuck that, I'm going back, I'm going back to the spot, <laughs> and I'm going to kill them and get my cash back plus their cash, mm-hmm. and then it just becomes a back and forth. So we're on this one piece of map, 
both dropping in to fight each other, you know, three three other guys or four other guys back and forth. We haven't even gone to any other buildings, get any other cash. We're really just exchanging cash. So <laughs> what happened the other night? I posted some clips recently on on my on my Instagram. Um, we we like to go to the boneyard, and, and I'll say that because I don't think at any point that there that's a secret, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Boneyard used to be before they did the update. I think Call of Duty called it Boneyard Yard, baby. Yeah, you could go and get seven hundred thousand easy, <laughs> easy money mm-hmm. for, for three people. You can go and get seven hundred. You could clear the Boneyard, get seven hundred thousand if you didn't die. Yeah. So what happened was we were clean. We we're cleaning out the Boneyard. It's not as lucrative now, but we we're in there and these guys were over there and we, you know, we killed them and then we were gonna move out. But then it's you know. It, said oh your enemy's dropping back in okay well they're coming back and they came back in we shot them again and they were trying to roll and then they dropped in again and i was just like i said it on stream i was like see this is not what i wanted to do this is not (laughs) what i wanted to do i want to get the cash and go they gave us a million (laughs) dollars damn it's the first team to a million dollars they gave us a million dollars we were (laughs) at like 800k between because that was when the quads so this was, this was friday night and with with plunder now they call it blood money for each kill i think you know the the, the, the kid will drop twenty thousand. so they kept dropping in and we got to a million just sitting in that hangar and it was just so funny because it's like it felt good to be on that other end of, of that spectrum because usually we're the ones getting wiped out and we lose all the cash. And we really we were like, you know what, we're not even gonna place now. Let's just go kill these guys. You know, that's that's not what it's about because you have team definitely and all those other things. We have an objective, you know? Uh-huh. So but when you run with guys, that's that's the beauty of it. You you know what each other's gonna do. The call outs are good. Everything flows. So yeah, for y'all to to be able to to do that in the duos and not have that third that's just gonna try to figure out what you're doing or doesn't have a mic. Oh, that kills me all the time. Why do you play multiplayer and don't have a mic? I know. Or, or mute your mic. Like, I get it. Like, gaming is a social thing. Like, you should. The house you're gonna make friends, you know. But you know, I, I've been there. I've been there on Apex plenty. I've I've streamed Apex last summer. You know, with two two randos and then i'm just like hey hello you mm-hmm. guys there and they're not saying nothing they'll point out a place and one guy will jump here the other guy will jump here and i'm just like okay i guess i'm just playing single player now mm-hmm. you know? yeah because they're somewhere on the map that if i go down they, they can't even get to me mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know and then it, it makes it boring so if you don't have a crew uh of people that could flow fluidly it, it makes it difficult on these multiplayer oh yeah for sure for sure it does i mean i i think like siege specifically coming with a squad and comms is the most important thing i think siege like in general is like the most the what's the how much i explain the, the game is you, you have to have comms you have to have a good orientation with each other then don't i'm just gonna put it out there all these gamers are not gonna communicate don't buy rainbow six siege don't you know, don't do it because you, it, it absolutely relies on communication. If you're shy, mm-hmm. you don't want to make new friends. Then there's plenty of other games that you could do, and you could kind of maneuver it, fake the. F- don't do siege. Mm-hmm. Siege is a, a top of the line tactical game, and you have to you know, coming from a soldier's perspective, as someone that's had to kick in the door and clear a room, 
you have to communicate. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, we're coming up on the one hour mark. I know. I feel like it literally we're like 10, 15 minutes in, but we're coming up here on the one hour mark. Um, is there anything that you want to tell us about yourself that you haven't already, Larry? Um, we got to hear your story of gaming um, and where you're at with the LLC now. Um, you know, tell us where how where we can find you, what your plugs are, and anything else that you want the uh, audience to know about you. Yeah, sure. So right now we're on all um, social media platforms. Um, I, I I stream as Detroit Gorilla under Twitch. Um, I am going to have a Gorilla Squad Gaming channel created. Um, I do have guys that are that have you know been motivated to get into streaming and doing some things um they just have to get their setups right and and i want to be able to broadcast them on that but uh as far as twitch you know detroit gorilla uh is where you can find me on twitter gorilla squad gaming and detroit gorilla uh uh, instagram gorilla squad gaming um detroit gorilla and i'm on facebook gaming as well uh as i just made it uh gorilla squad gaming um because i I just really kind of want to showcase the guys um like i tell them you know if they want to stream and things of that nature i'll I'll give them the little tidbits that i know um it's like i say you know i may not in 10 years i may not be streaming i'm still going to be playing video games let's not get it wrong Mm -hmm. but i may not be streaming i may have a different role in this to where i'm supporting the guys that you know the 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 24 year old guys that are ready to to break the mold and and, and go into this seriously and, and do other things so um necessarily for so, so some of their game blade can be seen um it brings my competitive juices out you know those guys make me better mm-hmm. my the best no um being a part of gorilla squad gaming though you know i i was telling someone I'm I'm not looking for the best players. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not looking for the best players because if you're gonna look for the best players, they're either a they're taken right, they're up on their another team, sure, or b they're gonna feel you know get to a point where they're just gonna be like, hey, well, you know, team phase is offering me this, and you know, I'm gonna go over here and be you know real time gamer. I want guys that are that are good don't get me wrong now i'm not letting people i'm not looking at kill death ratios so that was the biggest thing back in the day playstation one playstation two um you know when i used to try to get into some of them clans on in games they were just like kill death ratio needs to be 1.5 and this that, mm-hmm. and third gorilla squad game is not about that i just need you to be good on the particular day mm-hmm. <laughs> right because you know, we're sports fans, right? Um, I, I'll use the NCAA basketball tournament as an example. You know what I mean? Number one seeds have gone down to teams that probably shouldn't even be in the NCAA tournament. Great example. You just have to be good in that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And that's what wins you. That's what puts you on top. So I'm, I'm looking for <laughs> you know, young men, young women, they want to be a part of that. You know, some people have said, well, I don't think my KD's good enough. I don't know. I don't. It's a pressure. It's a pressure, mm-hmm. right? Because they feel like they're kill, they kill death ratio and they have to have so many this and that and the third. And, and the Gorilla Squad game is not about that. Because if I can 
get you in there and you you keep working with us and we plan, we all make each other better, right? In the gaming community, we all gonna make each other better. And then when it's time for a tournament, you know, because I've had guys, two, two, two of the guys that played for me, they they played in a tournament. I paid for the tournament. It was just a ten dollar tournament. Mm-hmm. The pot was like you know two hundred. It's however many people got in it that was going to be the pot. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking nothing from that. I mean two hundred, three hundred dollars. You know, if we start talking about you know hundred thousand dollars, then then <laughs> we're going to have to get some contracts. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we have to get like you know twenty percent at least. You know, because I'm paying the the cost for you to get in it, right? Uh-huh. And you know. They they lost the first round. They were very nervous and oh man, you know I didn't mean to make the brand look bad. No, you're not making the brand look bad. You you know how much it takes, how much intestinal fortitude it takes to to come and just go and play in that tournament. Mm-hmm. Like not everybody can do that. So you made me proud by just by doing that. Now they lost the first round and then they went in the losers bracket and they whooped everybody's ass and got back in the winners bracket. Well, there you go. And that is good enough for me. You just need to be good. Like, it's your first tournament. I understand the nerves and all that. So it's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not a dictator. I'm not Saddam Hussein. I'm not going to feed you to the lions. Like, mm-hmm. nah, it's, it's, we're going to, we're going to build this thing. We're going to keep working. Everybody's going to keep practicing and, and, and we're going to get there. We're going to start in the $10 tournaments. And then we're going to move to the $30 tournaments, $75 tournaments, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and eventually people are going to know, like, dang, man, Grow Squad Gaming's in this? Like, okay, we, we may have to, you know, put our best out there. So, um, you know, for all those that are interested, that's, that's what we're looking for. We're just looking for people that are dedicated to being a part of something new. Um, you know, now you, you have to be, you have to have, be good. You just don't have to be, you know, super great, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Cracked, as the kids say. Yeah, right, not, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'm not even like I'm not like Chuck. I'm, I'm trash, you know. <laughs> but I don't, I don't need to be good, you know. When you when you when you own something, like you know, I don't have to be good. You think Robert Kraft, like he probably doesn't even use Kraft. <laughs> he probably doesn't even use Kraft Ranch. He probably use Hidden Valley. Who knows? Exactly. You know? he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't need to prove that. You know, he doesn't need to prove anything. <laughs> so. It's, it's 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 that's what it's all about, man. So it follows on all social medias, Gorilla Squad Gaming. Uh, only where it's different is on Twitter because somebody else took my name. Oh uh, damn them! We'll, we'll eventually we'll get that fixed, but it's just Gorilla underscore Squad, and you can find us on there on Twitter, um, and Instagram and Facebook, Gorilla Squad Gaming. Yeah, ye. Yep. <laughs> so. Crack Chuck. I mean, you're you're the you're cracked, Chuck. Where can we where can we find you, my friend? So first, I'd like to say thanks, Larry, for coming on, Uh, being a part of this, being our second guest. It was awesome. Thanks for uh, serving our country. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hey, no problem, man. But uh, you can find me at Huncho Chuck on all platforms. You know, I don't think I follow you. I'm gonna have to look you up on. uh on instagram and uh, please do please do uh, i'll give you a follow back 100 percent. oh yeah definitely follow you man so so let me ask y'all something man y'all sure. asked me a bunch of questions yeah man. go so, for it go for it i mean so you guys got a, a great platform um this is pretty dope um this is one of the reasons why you know um i, I wanted you to be a part of gorilla squad gaming fox is mm-hmm. you, you, you kind of have a format in a place where, where do you want to take this podcast? Like where, where, where does it go? I mean, you know, we watch a lot of things like, um, 
you know, we both were part of uh, where, where we still are, uh, Good Gaming Report. Mm-hmm. Where do you see your um, podcast kind of going as far as along those same lines? So, I mean, in reality, so I was on Good Game Report is actually kind of, well, I was on a few podcasts beforehand um, of another gaming community. And I, I liked being on, you know, I like being able to talk to people. I'm a very extroverted person. So when it comes to making people, or making friends and, and talking to people and being involved in like a community, um, you know, I'm all about it. And so with the with the podcast itself right now, obviously we're only in episode six with many more to come. And what really put the idea in my head was when I was on Good Game Report podcast. A uh, shout out to Good Game Report, a uh, great community. If you guys want to get linked up with them, just let me know. Um, I'd love to put you in there with them. They, I mean, as a whole, our, our three communities, you got, you got GSG, Purple, and Good Game Report, and putting all those together makes this one giant big community and doing that podcast gave me the idea man i i want to do that you know i was able to be a guest on the podcast but i wanted to do i wanted to be a part of a podcast every week i wanted to be in the production i loved the idea of it and then i was able you know i brought the idea to chuck and you know we're putting things together we're starting to get guests on like i said you are you're our second guest or you know and we're, we're moving in the direction of wanting to expand out into the gaming community to help spread the you know the brand in general so the purple brand that we were trying to get at you know bring people on be a part of the community bring them into the home at discord um also reaching out to people so one of the big things i know for myself is you know having that um that reach out to people on Twitch or Mixer, for instance, their discoverability is very small. So you have to, you know, as a streamer, you have to, a content creator, you have to expand out to Twitter. Um, you know, that's how we got linked up or going on YouTube and uh, making videos. And one thing that I thought that is new and unique, again, that is starting to come around in the gaming community is these podcasts. You know, podcasts have been around for quite a while now, but right. a lot of podcasts are strictly pro gaming related into the pro scene um whereas i liked the idea that um good game report had about being gaming related and strictly about games so we talked all about games tonight um and that is the main idea of the podcast but like i said chuck and i have we're real good friends outside of gaming so sports so a lot of the topics we'll talk about are sports related you know we want to make the podcast about life it's not just about gaming and you know so that's the idea is going into the future we we're going to bring on people that aren't gaming related you know that's the idea is to bring on people that um are interested in the community sense of you know being to in the community meeting new people whether it's a person that wants to be a content creator, a person that wants to be just a streamer, a person that wants to be just a YouTube video or a person that wants to be on a podcast for their first time because they want to make their own podcast. They want to be on the radio or just anything. You know, that's the point of the podcast is to get it out and just talk about anything. You know, shoot the shit with your friends, with the people that you get to meet and, you know, make those connections between one another is what it's all about, at least for me. Right. Well, I think that's pretty, that's pretty dope, man. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, adding on to Fox, what he just said, it's it's getting us out there. Like, if you listen to the podcast, you get more than what you see on Fox's stream. You get right. more than what you see on his YouTube channels. Right. You get to see our friendship. You get to hear stories. You get to hear 
how we started. It's just, you get to hear all different things on this podcast. So it's just another branch for this community to look in at us and be part of this community and see what we're about. So like they're, they're outside the line. Mm-hmm. So people get to see that we're more than gamers. We're human beings. We have families, you know, uh, you know, and we do everyday things. Um, that's one thing that I liked about, um, you know, Good Gamer Report is, you know, even though I told Fox, they're like the ESPN of gaming. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt, you know, uh, watching some of their stuff and just interacting with some of the people in their community. Now, I haven't been active here lately because this stood up my own community and I'm trying to get that going. And then I'm in so many other communities, it's hard to keep up sometimes. I had to mm-hmm. leave a couple, you know, um, and 